0: I think that I spend more of my week writing than I do designing, like hands-on and Figma type of designing.
1: Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie.
0: And today we are going to talk about writing which honestly, in my opinion, has more to do with your design career than you might think from the outset, being that it's like, you know, writing and and not designing. But we're also gonna talk about it in relation to side projects as well, and how like, honestly, writing is the start of many things um, if you're going to create content online, as both Fem and I do. But first Fem, let's do our... (laughs) I always laugh when I'm about to say check-in
1: because I think of all the people <laughs> who hear chicken when we say that. But how you been going? Let's do a check-in. <laughs> oh, I've been going pretty well. Thank you. Thank you. Uh earlier this week you and I did a design crit together, which was really fun. We did. That was with fun. my community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really fun and then next week I have a live stream with Elise who is a UX designer turned like presentation coach, like she's helping designers nice build and gain confidence presenting which I'm sure you can agree is also a very important skill as a designer yeah. I feel like writing is one and then presenting is like how do you then you know communicate that so yeah we're doing a live stream on that topic next week for the community which I'm very excited about and yeah I've also got a couple of well I I guess public speaking things coming up but it's kind of like cool. a more, it's not for like public conferences it's for like private communities um a few over in in Europe that I'm going to be speaking at virtually that I'm excited about just like fireside chats and Q&A's so yeah I have a busy a busy month actually April's been pretty busy so far sounds like a busy calendar that's for busy sure. calendar yes yes it's like at least one or two things going on every week uh which yep. keeps me busy
0: What about you? Calendar is also busy, but mostly busy with work, like, you know, day job stuff at the moment. Um, I'm still managing to fit in mostly at least one live stream every week, though, which has been fun. Nice. I just, this is my new favorite thing, is to live stream my work. It's actually not my new favorite. It's been my favorite all year. Um, And yeah, I, I just go live on my YouTube channel and share what I'm working on as I'm working on it and it's surprising to like how often I benefit from it as well from Mm. getting advice from the chat from getting feedback from the people in the chat yeah it's just a lot of fun so um I'm looking forward to fitting more of that in in the coming weeks
1: so you're just like live streaming as you're working on a project in Figma or what exactly are you live streaming?
0: doing my real thing Figma is open and full screen and Everyone can see all of my unnamed layers. In yeah. <laughs> I
1: love that ConvertKit enables you to do that, like to design yeah. in public is yep. very rare, I feel. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. Very, very rare. And I appreciate it a lot. It makes for I think makes for really interesting content because I'm sharing real work, right? It's not like right. a dummy project that I've made just to demonstrate the software. It's like, no, this is my literal real process that I'm using. For the job that pays my bills. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes. No, that's really great. Uh, I'm a little bit jealous of that, but very cool. I'm glad that your live streams are going very well. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. Let's talk about writing then. Yeah. I guess for you, I'm curious, like, how much writing do you do? Especially, you know, you're you're a manager, but you're also doing some Mm -hmm. IC work. I know you've been writing a book on the side and your side projects. So writing must come often, like come up often for you, both in work and side projects.
0: I think that I spend more of my week writing than I do designing, mm. like hands-on and Figma type of designing. Yeah, I think that's the case between yeah, my side project stuff in writing my book, writing video scripts, writing, I don't know, even Instagram captions, my newsletter. <laughs> there's a lot of writing that happens. And then at work, there's writing updates, writing strategy docs, writing up, my ideas in order to communicate them and get buy-in from other people on the team, writing up feedback. Writing plays a huge part, like just, I guess, in my life and in my work <laughs> in general. What about you? What is what is your relationship with writing, I guess?
1: It's not something I enjoy, but mm-hmm. I do have to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like imagine, I, I don't know how Uh, yeah how can a design job exist without writing I don't know because I'm similar like I do a lot of writing at work for like writing up my ideas or asking or giving feedback or providing updates on a project or contributing to a product strategy document like there Mm -hmm. is a lot of writing involved Uh, I find that I am more of the like editor type like I struggle with a blank page but if someone's put down some bullet points or like a rough structure, that's when I feel like I can better flow. So often I try to collaborate with my peers when writing is required.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that that it's it's I mean blank page is scary. The blank page is almost like a blank design canvas and yeah. in, in the same way where it's like, I've got to start somewhere so that I can have something to iterate on and improve on and like test against other things. Writing's the same in that way. What about for your side projects? What's your, what does it look like for you to write your newsletter, for example? What's your writing process for that? A uh, very, very lack of process. Because you can't have your colleague like write that for you, you know, like start Obviously. with some bullet points. You gotta Obviously. do that on yourself. <laughs>
1: I write directly into ConvertKit. So I'm not like writing outside in another tool. Uh, and I basically like, okay, got to send my newsletter today. We'll open up ConvertKit and start adding content. Uh, and so it's not hugely planned or like well edited or thought out. I always feel like it could be better, but usually what happens is I like, write I try to write without trying to be too perfect so I just kind of Mm -hmm, write out mm -hmm. what I want to say or the general topic and then I will like send it to myself as a test and read it in my email uh, client oh nice I don't know why like that's that somehow gets me in the perspective of, of like a subscriber who would receive it I guess and I'm trying to read it with that lens so then I read it and I realize like okay that sentence isn't flowing or like I jumped to another topic like with no context like really randomly so then I'll go back and like fine-tune and edit it a little bit but usually that happens like only once I'm not like continuously iterating I just kind of uh I think my approach with my newsletter is like done is better than perfect so I'm I often know like okay this could probably be written better and I could maybe be more strategic or whatever and what I'm trying to say but it's I feel like it's good I'm happy with it and and it's done. How
0: often do you do something similar when you're writing for work? Like say you're sharing, um, I don't know, a pitch or an idea or something that you're like, okay, I want people to understand what I mean by this. Yeah. Do you do something similar for that? Do you write it, then
1: edit it? Or is it more of like,
0: a, I'm going to write up this thing and, and send it off?
1: Yeah, I think in a work context, I prefer a more visual approach so usually Mm -hmm. I'm more of the like presentation maker rather than like writing something up in a document uh so I mean still when you're making presentations obviously that still involves some writing but that's usually the structure I take which tends to lead to me focusing more on the visuals and like how how can I visually communicate what I want to say and less so on the content. I do find like my weakness is that I get excited really quickly Mm -hmm. and too early and sometimes I'll send send something out when it's half-baked because I'm just too excited Uh, and then you know I start getting feedback and things and I'm like oh I sent this out too early like I should I should have waited until it was more refined or like I had (laughs) You know, kind of was more towards a completion state. Uh, so yeah, that that's kind of been my process in the past. That I like that you do that though. Take the approach of
0: like you feel more comfortable in presentation mode than in writing a doc mode, and so you communicate in that medium. Uh, I think that's a good takeaway for anyone uh, listening through that. Um, but yeah, that honestly, editing is almost as important as uh, maybe I would say it's just as important as getting things on the page itself. I feel like I noticed a big shift in my writing abilities and in my communication abilities in general when I realized the importance of editing of mm. like, okay, here's what I want to say. And then reading it back with a critical eye and thinking, how can I make this clearer? How can I make it more succinct? Does this make sense? What if I put this part here? Does that actually lead into things better? Yeah. And doing that, not just for like the book I'm writing or my newsletters, but for even, I don't know, sending a piece of feedback to a team member, making an ask of a manager, I take this approach. And obviously I'm not spending like hours and hours crafting a Slack message, but I will (laughs) write it and then read it and make an edit before sending it out. And I I guess, yeah, go through that writing and editing approach for my written communication at work.
1: Are you the kind of person that writes in the order of the like content or do you like start in the middle and then you go back and add things to the beginning and like oh do you start with like a structured outline or yeah what what does that look like for you? If it's
0: a piece of communication like I don't know a a slight message to someone then I will write in the order that I'm thinking and like wanting to say it because essentially this is what honestly why I love remote work is because you get to edit your <laughs> speech in a way. Right. Like, if I was always just live talking to someone, I say it like as it comes to my head and then think later, oh, wait, that didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Or like, I could have said that better. So, writing, you know, written communication gives you a chance to do that, uh, which is why I like it and also why I think it's important for, for designers in a remote context, especially. But on the side, the, to answer your question about the order that I write in, I definitely am more of a, like a go with the flow and mm. will just write whatever's coming to mind and then be like, oh, and I, then I should um, actually put this bit in here and, and go back um, and do it that way. I tend to start with an outline, I guess, of some rough bullets. Sometimes, honestly, it even lives in my head, yeah. the rough bullets <laughs> of what I'm going to write about. Um, and yeah, just free flow for a while. Uh, yeah, I have sessions when the free flow just doesn't work, though, as well. Uh, I don't know if you've ever found that, where I'm just writing and I'm like, I hate every single word that I'm putting on this page. <laughs> None yeah. of it's any
1: good. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have that. I definitely have that. Uh, I also find sometimes I procrastinate with the, like the the visual of of the document or like the structure yeah. of the document, you know, like, oh, I'm going to make that all my good headings look good mm-hmm. and like, oh, in this section I want to add a table and like I, I sometimes get really hung up on that and then I'm like, okay, I need to start adding the content now. <laughs> uh, yep, That's kind of a little bit my weakness and how I procrastinate.
0: <laughs> yep. No, I've yeah, that that definitely makes sense because the visuals and everything, that's what you're more comfortable with, right? Is creating the structure exactly for the content to live in rather than the content itself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like when it comes to writing with your like with your designs, for example, like mm-hmm. maybe you wanting mm-hmm. to annotate your designs in Figma or like, you know, add some context in, in a Figma file, what is that process like for you? I find that I do it really ad hoc but it I feel like I'm wasting time and that Hmm. if maybe I sat down and like created some like annotation components for example that I could just reuse every time to make it easier to add that contextual content that might make it more efficient for me but I, I find that currently I'm like manually doing it each time but i'm i'm curious what does content for you look like in your designs yeah
0: that's that's again you spending more time on the the
1: structure right I know. that you're going to then
0: put your content into cuz that's the
1: part that i enjoy yeah. more yeah
0: no, we, we have a, I believe it was Dylan, one of our product designers made a, it's called a dev notes component Right. that it was our first like thing in our design system that had variants cause it's like a little bubble with an arrow pointing from one side and you can uh, use the variants to like pick which side it points off, you know? Yep. Um, so yeah, we have that component to drag in and just type in it to, to add notes, which makes it really easy. But honestly, these days I mostly just use Figma's comments Ah, the new commenting right. system, I think, is really good. Um, much, much more improved than the old system. And so, I, I generally tend to use that to like mark up a design to, to share for feedback. Usually, I'll use the dev notes to point out things for the developer, like yes, the name suggests. Yeah. But yeah, if I'm sharing a design for feedback it'll be using Figma's commenting system because then you don't have to worry about components at all. and That's you just true.
1: Type. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I feel like this like dev notes component is is giving me some ideas for how I can maybe just make that barrier like easier mm-hmm. for me.
0: Yep, totally. And like, honestly, fam, I wonder if the next time you need to share an idea or like whatever it is you'd normally create a presentation for, Could you try to challenge yourself to like just open up a Google Doc and just (laughs) type in there instead and see how that feels when you can't distract yourself by making a table and being like, this should be a new slide. Yeah. When you're forced to just write and like all you have is words.
1: Yeah, I should definitely try that next time. Uh, Because, yeah, what I'm hearing is that I get too distracted by... The visuals and the presentation <laughs> and like adding all the bells and whistles and making it look good when I should really be focused on the content. Is it clear that I don't like writing in this episode? Uh, I, I really struggle with it.
0: Yeah, it is coming across. Okay. <laughs> but so that we're talking about this today because it was something you brought up in a previous episode, right? That writing is something that you want to be better at though. Yeah. Why is that? What 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 makes you want to be better at writing? Why is it important?
1: Uh, I feel like if it's something I'm better at, I can be like quicker and more efficient at it. Uh, I also feel like I could better communicate my ideas and be a better storyteller. And I could like create more valuable, engaging written content. I guess those are the three things.
0: I think you would also find that not only does your written content become better, but any sort of like speaking or like video content as well becomes better too because writing does help you clarify your own thoughts and as you're like writing and figuring out well this is a better sentence structure than that one like it this sounds better you know it doesn't have to be any te- anything technical it's just like no this literally feels better when I yep. read it out to myself you could then sort of start to take those things on in the way you speak as well and reuse
1: those patterns that you found that worked in writing in like verbal stuff too yeah I think what I struggle with especially in my side projects sometimes is that like I don't know how to how to write slash say something different from like what is obvious in the content you know like for example let's say I I created an Instagram carousel on a video that I did and like there's a lot of content in the Instagram carousel like You know that's where all the value is that's where i'm like teaching something and then i don't know what to say in the caption like hi check out my like check out this this carousel (laughs) about this topic like you know that's where i struggle of like well am i just going to be repeating myself if i say what's in that you know that post like yeah that's where i struggle sometimes when i want to like share out my content is i don't know how to share it in a way that's like engaging or exciting or different from the content itself if that's clear
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe what you could focus the caption on in that case is more like why would someone get value from swiping through the carousel? Who is this for? How is it going to help them to like understand this information that you're sharing? Yeah. But also I have seen many people just repeat it as well. Well,
1: yeah. (laughs) And like sometimes like as a as a I guess a follower, like sometimes I like that because then I can. You can choose your own adventure. Yeah, Yeah, like, oh, I'll just read the caption, right? What about you and your process for writing in terms of your content? Like how much do you Mm -hmm. plan for your videos, your newsletter? Is that just kind of done ad hoc or do you put a lot of like writing and and pre-planning into it?
0: My videos these days are... Often, well, like, not the vlogs, obviously. I'm not scripting (laughs) vlogs. (laughs) Being like, I'm going to sit at my desk and say this to the camera. I don't know. Those are definitely off the cuff. But for the more prepared videos, I will often have a script for them or have, like, planned it out. Even if I'm not reading the script from a teleprompter while I'm filming, I am referring to it and reminding myself of what I intended to say. And I do that because, honestly... I I feel like I communicate better when I have thought it out in advance. Right. When I have gone through the process of writing it out, it gives me that chance to edit like I was saying so that I can make the video a little bit tighter. I found that there's a clear difference between the videos that I script and the ones that I just don't and I try and do more off the cuff. They are longer, they are harder to edit, <laughs> they're more rambly, they I just I feel like they make less sense and are less useful because they're not as prepared yeah so i do script things and um yeah obviously write my newsletter as well i i tend to do my newsletter as like one longer piece and then a couple of short pieces Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i'll spend usually like in two hours on the longer piece okay or like maybe in the newsletter in general um mostly because of that longer piece yeah
1: right and do you like what does that writing process look like for you like do you just open up a google doc and write kind of like a blog post or is it a bit more just doing it straight in convertkit whatever comes to your mind
0: so i write both my video scripts and my newsletter in notion actually Ah, i have like notion databases for my videos the ideas and then i like come and add to them yep um and yeah the the newsletter as well in there and what is my process like? I tend, I start by writing the heading always, cause I always like having that there to refer to when I'm stuck. It like helps me remember what I'm writing about. Also that I think helps you get past the like blank page fear because there's something written on it, right? Like if I'm sitting down to write, it's because I need to be writing about something in particular so I can just write that down. And there we go, there's a few words on the page. This is what I meant to be writing about right now. That's, that's kind of my process, I guess is just, using Notion a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are there any other tools that you use? I know Grammarly is very popular, but honestly, I've never used it. Like I, I believe that's a tool to help like I think you you write and then it like reviews and gives you a score, checks your content, gives you suggestions. Uh I've never used it, but curious if you've used a, that tool or something similar.
0: I have never have either. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it does sound very useful to because I know it's not just a spell checker or like literally just checking your grammar it's also like you've got three sentences the same length here maybe you should vary it and that's yeah I believe is what it does as well no but don't use that what I do use though as a different writing tool that honestly I started because Notion was terrible on the iPad oh (laughs) Notion just like it I don't know. Editing editing text on the iPad in Notion was a nightmare. You couldn't copy and paste paragraphs and move it around easily. I don't know. Just wasn't a fun time. Oh, bizarre. Okay. So I started using this app called Ulysses. Mm-hmm. I got the recommendation from Sean Blanc, I believe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's like a very plain looking app, which is kind of nice. There's like minimal distractions. It's really just for writing writing things um and you can arrange it by folders and, and groups and stuff but yeah that's what I've been using to write my book so currently my whole book everything that I've done for it is living in Ulysses
1: wow I mm-hmm. it does it back up to the cloud I hope you have that saved somewhere yes it does <laughs> thank you. which is great because it means that then I can get it on my
0: iMac on the, right. the laptop on the iPad wherever yep. I want to like pick up and start writing from
1: it's yeah. all there yeah uh do you dedicate time for writing I know like I've heard a lot that you know it's it's healthy to sit down and like write your goals in the morning like on a piece of paper or like maybe to-do list do you have something physical yeah journaling like that kind of writing is that something you do and do you create dedicated time for it I mean, I write a to-do list, but I honestly don't consider that
0: writing. That's just like me <laughs> noting down what I have to do that day. But do you
1: write it physically or do you write it, do you use a tool? In the bullet journal. Nice. <laughs> yes. But
0: I, I've been trying to make more time for writing in my book recently because I just realized that like this thing mm-hmm. isn't going to get done unless I get it done. And I really do want to get it done. Um, so yeah, I've been using my morning side project time is often for writing these days because I find I don't have enough time really in the morning to film a video by the time I've yeah. like done a workout, fed the cats, fed myself breakfast, showered, gone ready. There's not enough time for me to like bother setting up the camera
1: to do a whole no. filming thing.
0: But there is enough time for me to grab my laptop and just sit at the dining table for half an hour and, and do some writing.
1: Yeah, uh, I find that I have really unexpected bursts of inspiration and and motivation. Mm. Uh so lately I've been finding that like 10 p.m. at night when I'm like mm. going to bed, I don't know if it's like my brain is like winding down and then suddenly I get an idea and I think I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good. I need to write this down like immediately." So I'll pull out my laptop and then in 30 minutes bang I've created a like whole video script so it's been very spontaneous for me lately and happening especially at night like as I'm starting to wind down which is interesting um but yeah I've been embracing that like when I feel that happening I'm like Mm. okay I need to embrace this moment it's like I can feel it in my brain ticking over and I need to get it out uh That has worked better for me rather than like, okay, I'm going to sit down for an hour now with the goal of writing and like do, you know, do these things on Mm. my to-do list. I really struggle with that. I I feel like I have to, I have to be inspired and like motivated in that moment to do it.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that. I feel like I've learned the conditions that have to exist for me to have a productive Mm. writing session. And so that was kind of good to recognize in those moments where I felt naturally inspired, what about it was leading to that, so that I could then repeat it. So now I've got into a pretty good system where um, if I have either had a coffee or I'm currently drinking a coffee, if I'm listening to the coffee shop noise on the Ambience (laughs) app is one that I really like, and it has to be either on my laptop or my iPad, then I can Ah. have a good writing session. And like, it has to be wearing headphones. The Ambience coffee noise can't be coming out of a speaker. Like, it has to be like in my own little world. So yeah, writing does not happen for me for my side projects on my iMac. That's not a, just not as productive for me for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, sitting in a different place to the place that I usually get my work done using a different device um, leads to a good session for me.
1: Yeah, I kind of miss the the coffee shop writing sessions that like, you know, yeah. during the last two so years, it's been difficult, yeah. yeah, difficult to <laughs> yeah. do that. But uh, yeah, I used to do that a lot. Like, okay, I've got something I know I need to get done. I'm going to go to a, a, you know, a cafe, completely different mm-hmm. environment, like, you know, kind of create the constraints to sit down and like get through a to-do list. Man, I feel like it's been like two, three years since I've done that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a little bit sad, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) This is good to talk about, I think. I hope it was, I mean, I know we sort of went back and forth and all over the place, just literally just, this was just me and you chatting about writing, but (laughs) I hope people heard from this that investing time and effort into getting better at writing is not only valuable if you want to have any sort of side hustle where you've got a newsletter or videos or whatever it is writing is going to help you with those things, but that'll also help you improve your communication skills in general. And if you work in a remote job, especially, then getting better at writing helps you communicate your ideas better, helps you communicate with your team better. And you will, I think, go further in your career if you put time into developing that skill set as a designer. So yeah, I hope people found this useful and hearing from us about, how we get writing done especially when we don't feel like it because yeah that, <laughs> that happens that's Definitely not always the case <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes totally and uh yeah i feel like as i move through my career like writing only becomes more and more mm-hmm. important and like more en- encapsulates more of my role as a designer um so yeah thanks for sharing all of your tips and advice and wisdom charlie oh one last thing that i feel like i want to put in
0: here is that a great way you can get better at writing is to write your own filler content for your designs. Ooh. Even if there's a writer on your team, uh, you can put in like, as you're getting started, write your own things in there. Don't write placeholder, don't write heading, write your version of what that heading could be on the page. Yep. And like, of course the writer's probably gonna come in and change it and put in their own, but it's good practice for you to, to express the concept
1: through words that's a good tip that's a good tip okay we will be back next week if you want to listen to more episodes of design life between now and then you can find us at designlife.fm or you can search for us in the podcast app yes we should be on all the podcast apps so let us know if you use one
0: that you can't find us on but you can also find us on twitter we're at FM, and we'd love to hear about any requests you have for topics you want us to discuss I don't know, any career challenges you're facing, anything you're wondering about, but you feel like I should know this by now, so I'm too scared to ask, ask us. We will not judge. Yeah, and, no judgment here. Uh, you know, no. yeah, we, <laughs> we can we can leave you anonymous if you'd like when we talk about it on the show. But we always like to answer a listener questions. So yeah, please let us know your thoughts. All right, fam. See you next week. Bye. Bye.